Benny knew that they must have got her the velvet dress with the lacy collar and the pumps to go with it. She had wanted it since last Christmas when they went to the pantomime in Dublin and she had seen the girls on the stage dancing in pink velvet dresses like this. They had heard that they sold them in Cleary's and that was only a few minutes from where the bus stopped when it went to Dublin. Benny was large and square but she wouldn't look like that in the pink velvet dress. She would be just like the fairy dancers they had seen on the stage and her feet wouldn't look big and flat in those shoes because they had lovely pointy toes and little pom-poms on them. The invitations to the party had been sent out ten days ago. There would be seven girls from school, farmers' daughters mainly, from outside Nochtlen, and Moira Carroll, whose mother and father owned the grocery. And her mother had insisted she invite Eve Malone. Eve was the girl who lived in the convent and knew all the nuns' secrets. Some people at school said, look how Mother Frances never gives out to Eve, she's the real pet. Others said the nuns had to keep her for charity and didn't like her as much as they liked the other girls whose families all contributed something to the upkeep of St Mary's. Eve was small and dark. She looked like a pixie sometimes, her eyes darting here and there, forever watchful. Benny neither liked Eve nor disliked her. She envied her, being so fleet and lithe and able to climb walls. She knew that Eve had her own room in the convent, behind the curtain where no other girl was allowed to step. Sometimes Mother Frances and Peggy Pine, who ran the dress shop, would take her on an outing to Dublin, but she had never stayed away a night. Once, when they had gone on a nature walk, Eve had pointed to a small cottage and said that it was her house. It stood in a group of small houses, each separate and surrounded by a little stone wall. No one knew whether to believe her or not. Eve was so strange. She could make up tales and then, when everyone had got interested, she would say, Fooled you. Benny didn't really want her to come to the party, but for once Mother had been insistent. That child has no home. She must come to this one when there's a celebration. Eve had written a very neat, correct letter saying that she accepted the invitation with pleasure. At school next day, even the girls who hadn't been asked to the party wished Benny a happy birthday. What are you getting? somebody asked. I don't know, it's a surprise. Benny said. Is it a dress? Yes, I think so. I won't have it till the party. Was it got in Dublin? I think so. Eve spoke suddenly. It might have been got here. There's lots of things in Mrs Pine's. I don't think so. Benny tossed her head. Eve shrugged. OK. The others had gone away. Benny turned on Eve. Why did you say that it was got in Mrs. Pines? You don't know. You don't know anything. I said, OK. Have you got a frock? Yes, Mother Frances got one at Mrs. Pines. I don't think it's new. I think someone gave it back because there was something wrong with it. Eve wasn't apologetic. Her eyes flashed. She was ready with the explanation before anyone else could make the accusation. Well, you don't know that. Benny said. No, but I think it. Mother Frances wouldn't have the money to buy me a new frock. Benny looked at Eve with admiration. She softened in her own attack. 
Well, I don't know either. I think they got me this lovely velvet one, but they mightn't. Well, they got you something new anyway, Eve said. Yes, but I'd really look great in this, Benny said. It would make anyone look great. Don't think about it too much, Eve warned. <laughs> Maybe you're right. It's nice for you to ask me to the party. I didn't think you liked me, Eve said. Oh, I do. Poor Benny was flustered. Good. Just as long as you weren't told to or anything. No. Heavens, no. Benny was far too vehement. Eve looked at her with a measured glance. Right, she said. See you this afternoon.